Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All, the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We are a Pinterest marketing agency. And in part three of our Back to Basics series, we are going to be talking about what does the term fresh pins mean? And even though this sounds a little bit advanced, basically what we're talking about is how do you pin? When do you pin? What is going on with pinning? And how does this word fresh pins get folded into it? So since 2020, there has been kind of a constant discussion about this word fresh pins. But like I said, we're going to dive into where that came from, if it's still valid, and how you can create a daily, weekly, monthly pinning strategy that really serves your business. But before we dive in, here's a fun fact. In the last quarter of 2023 which would be Q1, Pinterest reported 463 million monthly active users, which was a 7% growth from Q4 of 2022. And here's another stat. 97% of all searches on Pinterest are unbranded, which means there is a lot of your would-be buyers that are shopping on the platform right now, and they're looking for your product, your content, because they think it's going to be a perfect fit. But if you don't have a proven strategy, kind of like the one we're going to be talking about today, to get in front of them, you're missing out on one of the biggest and most profitable opportunities out there, which is Pinterest marketing. But Kate, you say, I'm here listening to the podcast because I don't know how to make that happen. So that's why we want to invite you to chat with our team for a free no obligation discovery call to see if you're a good fit for our done for you Pinterest marketing services. We have more than nine years of management experience and a track record of working with over 700 Pinterest accounts. So our team knows latest tactics, best practices and strategies to grow your business. Also as a bonus, we use our signature simple pin framework to help you meet your ideal customer right where they are on Pinterest when they're inspired and ready to take action. Plus, we have services that fit every type of budget, business, and need. So visit simplepinmedia.com slash services now to set up that free call. But don't wait. Every day that goes by where you're not making Pinterest a priority is a day that your competition is. So visit simplepinmedia.com slash services. And we want to get you in front of those 463 million users right now. You're listening to the Simple Pin Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Okay, let's dive into today's podcast. Tabby, you are sitting with me. You had to listen to my spiel about services, which you know, you've been an account specialist before. You know how we work. Yeah, I have. Miss those days sometimes. I know, right? It's real fun pinning for clients sometimes because you really get into the nitty gritty, which is great. Okay. So those are new to the podcast. Tabby is the social media manager here at Simple Pin Media. And she she and I, her and I, what's the proper grammar with that? I don't really know. Don't ask me. I'm not the person <laughs> to ask. Right. Okay. So Tabby and I have the privilege of geeking out on what we want to try and not try when it comes to Pinterest, which is a little bit harder to do, obviously, with a client account because, I mean, you're trying new things over there, but I'm a little bit less attached to the outcome and more attached to the actual like science experiment, if you will. 
which is a little bit different in how we work with clients. But we take what we learn on my account, and we can kind of take that out to the broader account specialist group that we have and say, what about this? Let's try this. And Tabby, you've been actually doing that a lot with idea pin links these days, (laughs) because they seem to be a moving target. Uh, Yes, yes. Like um, the whole hack with getting your link on the on the idea pin because it's not fully rolled out yet. We we just learned of a new hack. So it's just a roller coaster over there. Madness, I tell you. Okay, here's how we're going to break down this episode. Um, We are going to go through a few points just so you know, so you can follow us. We're going to clarify what we mean by pinning. We're going to go through repinning or saves versus pinning again. We're going to answer that question. If you can pin again, then we're going to talk about, do you need to add quote unquote fresh pins? And what in the world do we mean by fresh pins? Where did this term come from? And what does it mean today? And our hope is at the end, we will button it up and help you have a strategy going forward as far as or tactics, I should say, for what you can do going forward and what you need to not stress about. So let's start with that. What do we mean by pinning? So Tabby, I'm going to throw that to you because I have an idea of what I would say, but I'm super curious how you would describe it. But if somebody is coming from outer space and they're like, what do you mean by pinning? What would you say to them? No, okay, okay. You think of it. I did put you on the spot. Okay, here's what I would say. I would tell somebody that it is the act of putting a pin, which is an image, onto Pinterest with the appropriate keywords, which we talked about in part two, and then adding it to a particular board to save it so that you can find it again but it's categorized by the names of the board. It's kind of like adding a picture to like a a binder and you have like dividers in the binder and you put a particular picture in the section of the binder where you want to remember it. Does that help? Yeah, Is that easy? yeah okay. that's super helpful. I, I, I was thinking of more in the context of like being the the business owner or the creator, what does pinning mean? Because I think it's kind of different, you know? If I'm a business owner and I'm pinning, that means I'm putting my content, my, I, I should say, my pin images out uh, into Pinterest so that pinners can find it and then pin to their boards. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, I think that's, we came at that from two different places, which it is different. Like, you use a platform as a marketer or you use a platform as a user and how you use them is totally different. Like how I approach Pinterest as a user is not the same way I approach it as a marketer. So I love that you brought that up. Tabby, there's these words, repin, save, and then pinning again. Talk to us a little bit about the differences between those. Yeah. Or the sameness. Yeah. And, and, And I would add duplicate. Ah, okay. Okay, so repinning or you could say saving, we tend to say like you as a business owner, a creator, you shouldn't do that because that means you're going into your account and you're hitting that save button on a pin and you're just saving it again to another board. And that doesn't give, that gives Pinterest the wrong idea of what you're doing. Whereas when you are pinning again or duplicating your pins, 
you are taking a pin image that leads to a specific piece of content, maybe your blog post or your um, video content or whatever, and you are um, either scheduling it directly on Pinterest or pinning it directly on Pinterest, or you're scheduling it through a third-party scheduler like Tailwind, um, and you are taking it to that board, you're also sending it to other relevant boards. So that would be pinning again. You're, you're taking that one pin and you're putting it on multiple boards that are relevant, but that is not the same as just clicking save on your account. It looks a little spammy that way. Yeah. And this also brings up a great highlight of marketer versus pinner, like versus like user. We'll use those terms, marketer versus user. A user's common practice is to save. And in fact, Pinterest doesn't use the word repin anymore. Um, They found that it was confusing as they were growing globally. So they now use the word save. So when you, a, a user on the platform, that is a very common habit. And actually, an analytic that every marketer should look at, which is save. And it means I found this so valuable, I'm going to save it for later because I don't want to forget it. So a lot of users, and sometimes what Pinterest refers to as like power pinners, they save a bunch of stuff all at once because they're like, oh, I'm going through my feed or I'm searching for this. There's commonly or there's many times where I will be searching for something as a user and I will save 10 to 12 pins in a matter of like 30 minutes because I found them so helpful. I don't want to forget them. And so let the user do the saving for you and you add it to the platform from external sources like your website or Tailwind. That's kind of. That hopefully that's a helpful description there. You always want to do it that way. Um, okay, so that kind of leads to this third question that I get asked. Actually, I at a conference I was at a couple months ago, it was one of the number one questions, which was, can I pin again? Let's say today, when we're recording, we have a new podcast and blog post that went live. Tabby, you will pin to Pinterest this brand new pin. And it goes onto the platform. Can you pin it again to another board? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, so, yes, definitely. And so a lot of times when we get this question, we I have to kind of clarify or they ask a clarifying question. And that is like, I will take a pin with this brand new content. It's a brand new pin. And I will first pin it to the most relevant board. And I like to schedule through Tailwind because they have that interval feature. So I'll take that pin and I'll pin it to the most relevant board. And then I will click all the other relevant boards. And then I'll set it at an interval to, you know, post to those boards like every three days or every five days or every seven days. And so that's always like the first clarification there is that is technically like pinning again. I'm pinning that same pin to other boards after the first board. But then I I also get a follow-up question a lot of times with, okay, but so you've you've pinned that pin to all of these relevant boards, but then what? Once do you pin that again, like months later? And the answer to that is um, a lot of times, yes. 
if it's a pin that has done well, or it's a pin that is like seasonal, that makes sense for like spring season, cleaning up your Pinterest board, something like that, then yes, I will definitely pin that again. And I'll pin it to all relevant boards again. Hmm. Well, and one of the things to bring up, I, I think I brought it up in a recent live that we had is, and I actually brought it up at a recent talk that I did at Creator Economy Expo, that one pin the how to clean up pinterest boards which is our number one pin and it has been forever i finally tallied up that that has brought us 200,000 sessions and a thousand email leads and we pin that i want to say like once a month at least right and we've done multiple spin-offs of different types of content based around that topic right 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 because it we you know spring is like a common time to want to clean up anything and everything in your life. So, you know, we have that pin where it's more specific to the spring season, but it's relevant any time of the year, really. So we have other pins too that speak more, you know, when we use our keywords, our descriptions, it, it speaks more to like, just in general, like cleaning up your Pinterest boards, you know, it doesn't have to be like spring specifically. Right. And I, I, you know, what made it take off was because I randomly put spring clean your Pinterest boards when we released it and it was spring and it got picked up in spring cleaning. And how I found that out is that when I went into analytics, you can see what boards the pins have been pinned to. And it was a bunch of spring cleaning boards. And then I kind of followed the rabbit trail from there. And I learned that a lot of these people are like, they love Pinterest as a user. It's like they love their Pinterest boards are like their pride and joy. And they want to make sure that they are cleaned up and they look really good. And so we realized actually that people joining our email list to get that checklist, some of them were not marketers. So we gave them an opt out on the other side. But I absolutely want to pin that pin again. It's like one of our bread and butter pins on Pinterest. I'm like not going to let that thing die. But I'm also gonna, not going to annoy people by that. So we're very careful to kind of like balance out the two for sure. And that that I think is a really important distinction to make is that when we say pin again, we do want you to have some pins in between so that it doesn't look like the same thing over and over again. Like we've we've all seen the profiles. Like when our we have new clients that come on, we go in and clean up their accounts and we might see, I don't know, 50 of the same pin back to back to back. It's not pretty. Yeah. No. And that's part of the whole uh, spammy look that you don't want to go for. Um, you like we, we like to say that when you are, let's pick a board, one board. And if the, you know, the first few scrolls that you do is showing the same pin over and over again, then that's a good indication that you need to probably be um, spacing out the pin and putting other content, other pins in between that one pin. So you want to have mm. a nice array. Mm-hmm, for sure. Okay, so now let's dive into a common phrase that's been around the Pinterest marketing industry for a little while. And it is that term, fresh pins. So Tabby and I went on a little bit of a hunt to find the origination of this term, fresh pins. And we're going to link to some lives that Tailwind did with Pinterest 
where that term first originated. And so we'll talk about some quotes that we pull from that. But essentially, how I take it, and Tabby, I will kind of throw this to you a little bit. So we're going to kind of assume a little bit about what they meant by it. But at the time, there was a question circulating in the Pinterest marketing community about how many times do we need to pin per day? How many is too many? What does Pinterest want? And this was pre the PBC, the Pinterest business community, which is a place where you can go and you can ask the Pinterest moderators. There's more of an open communication channel. There was no communication coming from Pinterest at all. So what you were left with is just to look at the data of different accounts. People would share their anecdotal evidence. We weren't really getting a lot from Pinterest. Now, I also want to say, we didn't expect the moon from Pinterest. Like algorithms are closely held things by social media companies. Like they're not going to dish on their secrets at all. Right. But there should be this really good open line of communication with creators. And so this was kind of the, I guess, beginning of that. And so Pinterest was trying to clarify how many times to pin per day. And I think, Tabby, from what you've surfaced in these lives, we ended up with a little bit more confusion than we did clarity. For sure. Yes, it was it was most definitely confusing. I actually rewatched this whole video that we're going to link. Um, and it was confusing. And I, I understand why people walked away from that. Like, what? You mean you want us to do this, this, and this? And so, okay, so that's now what I have to do. And <laughs> hmm Yeah. So what is it that you felt like? So watching it again, what did you feel like they meant by this whole idea of fresh pins? What they were noticing was that pinners, users, you know, we're, we're, that's what we're saying right now. Um, users were getting the same, they were seeing the same things over and over again. So, you know, they would search for like, let's say they're a mom trying to, you know, find hacks for parenting or fun things to do with their kids or whatever. And so they would, they would be different searches, but they were similar searches, you know, mommy world. And so they were seeing the same pins over and over again. And they would, and so Pinterest listened or heard the, their users saying like, I'm not seeing anything new on the platform. And so that's where they decided to do this live with Tailwind. And they just said, this is what you need to do. Um, And so when we're talking about when they are talking about fresh pins, what they're really saying, specifically when they say fresh pins, they are saying that they want you to create different looking pins for your content. Don't just keep, don't just make one pin for this one piece of content that always does well for you on Pinterest. And then just, that's just like all you ever put out. Mm. Do you think that they were also trying to say in that, but maybe this is conjecture. So you tell me you watched it again. I didn't. That they're also saying like, we want more of your content. We want to flood the platform with things that are new, right? Yes. But they kind of did it through images. Yes. So that's why it was confusing because like, it kind of started out as, as this, like, okay, this is what you have to do. Create new pin images. And they didn't really talk for a while. They didn't really talk about new content. 
like your, you know, core pieces of content, your blog posts, your podcast, your, you know, whatever you do every week or whatever to, to make money, you know? So they didn't really talk about like the content piece until a little bit later. Um, and so it, and so I think people were just watching and they were like, okay, so I just need to make new pin, mm. multiple pins for one piece of content. Well, and also actually, as you just said that, I remember in that too, there was that whole discussion about recent and relevant. We started to hear more of that conversation and it, that it's going to be distributed more compared to less relevant and stale content. And there was also conversation about the first five pins. Do you remember that went crazy too as well? I can't remember if it was in this specific live, but then there was this whole thing of like, okay, if I get recent and relevant at this certain time, then Pinterest is going to show it to everybody. And so it was this like even more confusing. Like, yes. Okay. I think it all got blown out of proportion because at least in my sphere of the, you know, Pinterest marketing world, I I feel like we as Simple Pin Media like already knew all of this. And like we were already telling our clients, um, you should be making content regularly. Like you can't just like be a blogger for five years back in the good old blogging days and still be on Pinterest and still expect great traffic, you know, 10 years later and not make new stuff. And so that's always been something that we've like, okay, you have to be, you have to be um, consistent with creating content. And, and so really, I think Pinterest was talking to like a few of the, the creators out there, the business owners out there who weren't up on, who weren't getting like best practices from Simple Pin Media. <laughs> um, <laughs> So they weren't up on those things. And so they were uh, just flooding their accounts with, you know, stale content and the same pin over and over again. And so really that's who they were talking to. But, but we had all these creators and business owners who were listening to that live. And most of those people are people who are like, who are following best practices for the most part, mm -hmm. you know? And so, mm -hmm. so they're hearing this live as like, oh, this is a big change. And like, <laughs> and so totally. it, it was like, whoa, 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 we, slow down. Like that is not, it, it, it needs, it's way simpler than you think. And it's actually not that much different than you've, mm -hmm. than what you've been doing. And to that point, which I love that you brought that up, what we saw was that there were these people who are content creators who had been around so long. And I understand you get burnt out on creating content. So then you just kind of slow down or you stop or you burn out and then you just keep pinning that same old stuff over and over. Well, then they heard this and they thought, well, I'll just create more images for all the past content that I have. And what we saw is that that was not still improving performance. In fact, even some of the people who were creating content, they stopped at this point and said, well, I'll just create a bunch of images for all the stuff I have before. In both cases, their traffic tanked. And the ones who were actually continuing to create content, and they were maybe creating two to three different images per post, not 50, they were seeing an increase. So you saw the ones that weren't creating new content create 25 images per blog post, 
they were not doing well. So the core message was, we want new stuff for the people who are searching these relevant things about mom and parenting hacks, right? We don't want the same old stuff with a new image on it. And that was made clear with what we saw when they were hitting the platform. And so I think it just got so skewed, like you said, and kind of twisted around like, okay, well, I'll just create a bunch of images. But the data told us that actually wasn't working. Right. And um, I made some notes here about the the live. Mm-hmm. Where I think the idea that you have to create a new image for each board you pin to comes from is the statement, the specific statement that was said. Um, saving to the most relevant boards is important, but if you're saving to many boards, it will be most impactful to use as many unique images as possible across those boards. And so people heard that and drew a line in the sand and they concluded that they have they have to create a new pin image for every board that is relevant to that content. And so those are, you know, that's just one of the things that kind of like got cherry picked. And I just, I want to, I'm going to like keep, I'm going to keep listening to the, or I did, I kept listening to this live and I'm like, okay, let's cherry pick some other things. That's really good because I think what the good to take out of that is, is we definitely believe the first time you save or you pin a pin to Pinterest because saving is something we, you know, we can see pinners or users do. When you add a pin to a board on Pinterest, you do want it to be to the most relevant boards because that's what allows the algorithm to pick up, you know, what that particular pin is about and then show it to people. But I think you're at that point, people are like, okay, I'm going to save a unique image and then I'm done. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. You, not just create a new image or a new pin image for each one of those things, but it's take away the relevant comment because that's definitely important. Um, what other quotes did you kind of pull out? Something that was asked was, can I never share the same pin to multiple boards again? So this question was asked after they had been talking about, you know, um, creating fresh pins and how important that is and all of that. And so Lucy from Pinterest said, no, There's definitely a natural rate of duplication of pins and some very legitimate cases. For example, (laughs) I know, right? For example, relevant seasonal content or periodic evergreen content. So she's saying like, okay, there, there there are good reasons to keep pinning again, to keep pinning the same pin again. Um, And she said, we understand the need for creators to get value from the content that you've spent time and money creating, but (laughs) would encourage as often as possible to create new images to support resharing a link. It's kind of like, and and Mm -hmm. when I heard her say that, I was like, okay, which one do you want? (laughs) So, and like, and people, when they hear that, they want black and white, you know, they want to be told like, well, what do you want exactly from us? Because I want to be able to do well in the platform. I want to be able to you know, get in front of all the people that I can get in front of. And so they're wanting a black and white answer and she can't give it. So there's your gray answer. But I would say going forward, balancing recency and relevancy is what you need to take from this. And that's it. Like, don't try to like nitpick and cherry pick what they are saying. And so you're, you know, trying to, 
to come up with this exact formula for how to market the best way on Pinterest. It's about balance. And I said to Kate earlier um, before we were recording that it's um, it's an either it's a it's not an either or it's a both and so it's both like it's your content your evergreen content that has always done well for you and even your evergreen pin because here's the thing we can have for instance go back to the um, blog post that always does well for us the spring clean your boards we have made I don't know, a handful of different pins for that blog post. And there's always, there's the one pin that still does better than the newer pins that we've made for it. So, and I'm not saying that that's going to be the case for everybody for, you know, every time. Like I, that's not what I'm saying, but it's the case for us in this post. So pinning your pins that are evergreen, that are, that have always done well for you is still a good thing. You can absolutely do that, but make sure that you are also um, creating recent content. So you are being consistent with creating, you know, that blog post that you should be creating once a week at least, or, you know, the podcast that you record or the video, um, you know, YouTubers or even product sellers. Mm. Um, So making sure that you're balancing both recency and relevancy. I heard this, this super great quote um, from, uh, I think it's top rank SEO, Ashley Segura. She had said something along the lines um, at a conference, like how, cause somebody said like, how often do you go back and update versus creating going forward? And I liked their formula, which is like create 40% of your 40% of your time should be spent on new content going forward. And 60% of your time is like updating old content. And I loved that because I was like, you're right. There's things that we here at Simple Pin Media have to go back and update because it's no longer relevant. It's no longer like best practices. And we have to dedicate time to making sure the content that people do see is actually updated. And so if we go back and we update and maybe we create a new image for it, but we're still creating new content going forward with the podcast, with other things, with blog posts. So I like that balance between recency and relevancy. And I think if you can get to a good balance, that's where we see with our clients. Like they do really well. But if you stop creating any type of content or maybe new images for shop listings, you really don't grow on Pinterest, which, you know, is a huge bummer. Because you're investing time over there. Um, there was one other thing I was going to say along the lines of um, Pinterest in general with the algorithm. So during this time of 2020, there was a lot of angst about, like I said in the beginning, Pinterest, what do you want from us? What is it that we can do to help leverage the platform? And you see on, you know, like on Instagram, I don't even know his last name, but the Adam guy, that's what I like to call him. The Adam guy shows up in a video like once a week and says, here's what we're going to give you, or here's what we are, or here's what we aren't. It's very jarring because I feel like it changes every single week, but at least there's an open line of communication, right? There was no line of communication. And so anytime that we could hear from Pinterest, it was like, we were like salivating, like, oh my gosh, what are they going to say? 
And everybody took something different away from those lives. And some people had more influence and, you know, virality in what they were saying that took hold and went off like crazy. And other people might have just been saying like, okay, you know, like I can see a minor change that needs to be made. Let's kind of keep going. I think in that it's Pinterest doesn't have a big component of getting it right or wrong, right? I think we know the clear wrongs are don't pin 100 times a day. Don't even pin 50 times a day. Don't pin the same thing over and over and don't use the words click here. Is that a pretty good sum up? Right yeah, there. that's pretty okay. dang good. Yeah. So beyond that, you can do a lot of things. There's no gotcha moments. And so when it comes to approaching the platform to think, especially those of you who are new listening to this and you're wondering, okay, I'm just getting you know my my feet going. I'm just trying to get this whole Pinterest marketing thing. I just want you to think of it like this. You are getting really good at images. And I said that in part one, like nail your images. It's one of the most important things. And then two, level up your keywords. Now, when it comes to strategy and pinning, think of it like adding a log to the fire. That's all you're doing with each pin that you're adding. You're giving the algorithm the opportunity to find a new piece of content, which she did say, she's like, hey, it's stale out here. We need some new stuff. So you're doing exactly what Pinterest wants you to do. So you're adding it one at a time. As you have more content, you can add two pieces at a time or three pieces at a time. That's it, right? It's that you're daily contributing to the platform. And I had somebody reach out to me today on Instagram. And she said, you know, my traffic is really tanked. Like I'm not really doing anything different. I did like up my pins to like a few more per day. Could that have done it? And I was like, no. It couldn't have done it because right now everybody's down. Like Q2 is notoriously a really low time on Pinterest. Like you're fine. Just keep adding your pins. That's what I want you to do. Keep creating new content. And over time, that's when you reap the rewards. It is definitely not a feel-good platform. It is definitely not a platform that gets you... You don't go viral on Pinterest anymore. It doesn't... Right. I don't see it. Instant like hit. (laughs) No, you certainly don't. You get the long term up and to the right, which is really truly what you want from a platform because it's less jarring for your business because you know, like, yeah, I got a pretty good fire going on Pinterest. Yep, I'm going to keep it going. Kind of like, and even those people who have let their fire go out still get a lot of traffic from Pinterest, even if they've had to take a break. It's, they've got some smoldering coals if we're going to go with this like old fire theme. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I that's what I would leave you with. Like, and I like what, you know, you put in our notes here, Tabby, like there's no exact formula to follow. Like, just be consistent. No. And I, I think I think what I would say if somebody were asking me specifically about this is if you are a blogger, a YouTuber or a podcaster, you're likely creating content at least once a week. And if that's the case for you, then I would say, you know, and again, I'm just going to put this out there that this is not a, like the formula that came from Pinterest. It's just a, an idea guidance for you, but you could create like two to three images per piece of content. Um, and at that rate, you'll be able to share one pin to all relevant boards um, and then start over with the next pen at an interval and it won't hurt you. 
But if you're a product seller, that's a little bit different because you most likely can't, depending on what you're creating, your product, um, you can't create products weekly. So um, in that case, I would maybe increase your pins that you create for each product, maybe up to five to 10 pins and spread them out. Just like I said, there's no exact formula to follow. Just work within your capacity while being consistent. That's really important. Absolutely. You know, I know that we're going to get a lot of questions off of this. People are going to be curious about some things. Um, You are always welcome to email us. um, Hello at simplepinmedia.com. Or if you want to connect with Tabby and I a little bit quicker, go to Instagram. We're just at simplepinmedia, all one word. And DM us. A lot of people ask us questions over there. It's really fun for us. We really enjoy hearing where you're at, what you're wrestling through, and providing a little bit of clarity when you feel like you've read a blog post and it's kind, you're kind of spinning out a little bit like, oh my gosh, I don't really know what's true anymore. We are happy to bring clarity for you and tell you what you can do, what you cannot do. And we have a lot of things on our website too that can help with that as well. So with that, if you want show notes, links to anything that we talked about, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 338 to get access to that. And Tabby, thank you. Thank you for joining us today on today's podcast. It's always great to have you show up on the podcast. It's always great to be here. Thanks, Kate. You betcha. 